Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. Here I am with my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing grand. That is grand of you indeed. So let's talk about the week that was in the NFL Week 3. It started off with... Um, a bit of a surprise, I think, it took by everybody. First of all, on a rainy night down in Jacksonville, the Titans showed nothing. And Gardner Minshew third came out all Uncle Rico and went 20-7 to over the Titans. Is, is the biggest new news in the NFL? Who? Gardner Minshew third? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what you saw, I mean, this week was the big through line, the big storyline of all these games, or so many of these games, was... Um, repl- like backup QBs at the forefront, and not just backups, but like young, you know, young quarterbacks. Some of the future, and some of the here and now. Changing of the guard sort. Oh, oh, absolutely. And I think luck kind of was the first step in that. I mean, had we known that that like that really was the the turning point. Is the domino theory? Absolutely, because so of course we know luck retired in the preseason. And then injuries to some of the biggest uh, names you have. Roethlisberger, Breeze. I mean, Cam. And then yeah. also just um, and then just other ones stepping up. You know, Foles got hurt, so he's down. And who was the other one? Um, uh, Eli, was in, e- Eli was ineffective. Jones, yeah. All this stuff. So all these other, all these other people got to come forward, take a step forward and go. So, but it started off, yeah, and the Titans. Yeah, and that's a lot of new names to uh, and styles to remember. That's for sure. But the Titans have come after that demolishing of the of the Browns. They have come out flat two straight weeks. Right, that was my surprise pick of the year. I mean, look, it's still a long year. They're one and two. They're certainly not out of it. But when you have Indianapolis winning twenty seven to twenty four at home against the Falcons. And Jacoby Brissett really looks he, like he's ready for prime time. Uh, he absolutely he's he's on a better Colts team than he was. What was that 2017 when he first came yeah. over? When I mean that was a bad offensive line. This is this is a better team now. That he's and Parcells, the new quarterback whisperer. Parcells? Yeah, he's the big backer of uh, Brissett. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, he's a he's a he's a coach whisperer, and now yeah, he probably is. Hey, look, if Parcells likes you, you know. Somebody to keep an eye out for. It's a good thing. The uh, Bills. There's a, a good amount of teams. Also, I think six in total went to three and zero to start the season. The Bills, twenty-one to seventeen over the Bengals at home. Uh, the Chiefs in the matchup of the unbeaten's one of the matchups. The Chiefs hold off the Ravens, thirty-three to twenty-eight. Lamar Jackson had a really good game, but you know the Chiefs. Are, what was the, what was the difference there? Um, uh, Mahomes. And the weapons that they have. I mean, Tariq Hill goes down, and so was it Dwayne Robinson? I apologize if I. It doesn't seem to matter, right? No, it just it doesn't. And like, just they they plug. So he's the biggest sensation, right? Who Mahomes today? 
Mahomes, yeah, Mahomes is Mahomes is Favre. Mahomes is Montana. Mahomes Mahomes is the future. Like Brady is the you know is right. is the oh, then yeah, yeah. and now, and Mahomes is the future. Yeah, like yeah. There, there's no doubt about it. He's everything. Like he's just. He has that it quality, that star quality, and that name it's recognition. Huge. It's huge. Mahomes, like you can almost say it in that breath, Mahomes. You know, but yeah, he'll wear eight, and Jones will wear eight. What do you mean eight? Well, yeah, number eight, right? Aren't they number eight? No, Mahomes is fifteen. Oh, 15. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Daniel Jones. Uh, uh, jumping ahead, yeah, Daniel Jones. Although, look. Daniel Jones had quite the uh, the performance. Um, two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns. That's only happened, I think... And 300 yards. Right. I think that's only happened like two or three other times in a NFL debut. Um, and I forget who, but there's some there's some good company there. I don't think combined with 300 yards that's ever happened before. No, well, not the 300 yards, but two passing... No, I'm saying 300 and two yards, two touchdowns passing, and two running. Well, which which goes to show you that my goodness, when Todd Bowles sees the letters N Y next to each other, he curls up in a ball. He doesn't know what to do. Like seriously, it's it's it. He but the craziest know. part that's with the Bucks, right? Yeah. Now the craziest part of the thing. Did you see the kicker? Right, he missed two extra points or whatever. He missed two extra points, which would have given them the lead. But the oddest thing I'd never heard of this or N. They get, purposely got a penalty, Arians said, right, when asked about it, he said, yeah, it was on purpose because the kicker felt more comfortable being further back. I mean... Do you ever hear of such a thing? No, I've never heard of such and a thing. And have a coach admitting to that? Well, uh, I mean... Is he cynical or, or what? Well, but, uh, but don't forget, Arians is the type of guy who's going who's gonna to take the hit. Like, he's one of those... He's, he's a good enough coach <laughs> to... No, but seriously, he's not going to throw his players under the but bus. But what about that kicking nightmare? Oh, it was terrible. No, no, it, look, I'm not saying that the kicker wasn't good. Like, he was not good. We can all agree <laughs> on that. But Arians is not going to throw his player under the bus. He's just not. But my problem with, with that game... Now, yes, of course, the kicker... The kicker lost them the game in multiple ways. Two missed extra points, which had he made even one of those, the game would have been tied by the end, which would have forced the Giants to have to go to a um, right. a two-point conversion at the end. Who so knows? It was the perfect storm for the Giants. And then, yeah. And the, so every and also, New York, New York goes down to Tampa Bay, and they're fine. They do well down there. Like, New, Tampa Bay, they just... I think that at this point they hate having the idea of having New York at home uh, on their schedule because they just can't they can't handle it. And Todd Bowles especially, he does not know what to do when he sees the letter NY anymore. It's it's chasing after him. Um, and then you also had uh, what was another one beating the Rams go into Cleveland uh, and beat right. beat the Browns twenty to thirteen. Um, you had that game, and of course the the Patriots just walked over the Jets thirty to fourteen. Although amazingly, the Jets scored fourteen points. You would have think, wow, they did something. No, they didn't. That was an extra. That was a uh, a special teams touchdown and a defensive touchdown. Adam Gaze better hope that Sam Darnold has to sit out the whole season. Yeah, Otherwise, he's out of a job. They take Brady out, right? They take Brady out, and then yeah. he th- the guy throws a pick. The backup throws a pick six, and then Brady and has to go back him. in. They yank. Right, because at that point, then it's a two-score game, and it's Belichick's not playing. Jackass off the field, and Belichick's I, I, not I playing mean, that. You gotta love Belichick, really. I, uh, well, 
Well, I was. <laughs> I, lo- I loved them for a couple hours back in 98, 99, whenever that was. 2000. With the Browns. 2000. No, I loved them when it was my coach for an hour. And then, you know, then he had right, to right, fax right. a... And then uh, he faxed it over. He faxed a napkin or something. Who knows? <laughs> Hey boy, uh, the Lions at two zero and one, undefeated as well, going to Philadelphia. Yeah, how did that happen? Uh, that happened because uh, the Eagles' wide receivers cannot catch balls. I mean, there are people in Philadelphia who are saving people out of buildings, and they can catch them. I saw that, and then they said, "Yeah, unlike Aguilar." Yeah, unlike Aguilar. Yeah, they're throwing shade at their own team. Like, believe me, Philly is. It's Philly. Like, if you ever want to know what Philly's like, just, yeah, check out that viral video. I'm with yeah. you. I'm ca- I have to catch these people. Unlike Aguilar. Whoa. Hey, now. Calm it down. Right. New Orleans goes into Seattle 33-27. to Teddy Bridgewater holds his own, but really the defense for the Saints and special teams and defense holds up their end of the bargain. And, you know, it's and what do you make of, of, of Seattle? Can we gauge their strengths? Um... I, I, look, think, I, are they better than you thought they'd be, or worse? I mean, I think they have a good offense. Their defense is a little lacking, but I mean, you know what we're used to with the Seattle Seahawks and Legion of Boom; those days are gone. But I think the offense is solid. But they need somebody. Carson in the backfield is just going to fumble his his season away, so he, his career away. He needs to stop that. That's number one. Number two, they need to get stronger on special teams. You can't allow a punt return. To, to go back. And there was a couple missed right, tackles right. there that she should have. Yeah, it was raining, but, you know, it was sloppy. But New Orleans should not be going into Seattle and putting up 33 on the, on a on a Seahawks team. True. Yeah, tough luck for the Chargers. Losing 27-20, Houston goes into L.A., goes into the Home Depot Center and wins, it, wins there. But how many more games like that would Rivers? In a way, he's like Stafford. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's a gunslinger, like more so than anybody true, else. True. And don't forget, he's the last of that class. Well, you know, I know Roethlisberger. Well, what about Roethlisberger? Right, but Roethlisberger's out, and who knows how much longer. I'm saying, he was, he's a gunslinger. Dude, cirrhosis of the liver is a real thing. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Calm down, bro. Um, and they, they, hey, look, Mason Rudolph did okay, but... Uh, going out to San Francisco, losing twenty-four to twenty. They had the lead going in late, but he's he he's not he's not what they're used. To. He's not you know what the Steelers are expecting, you know, or had expected for so long. Of well, San Francisco, I mean, they're better than I thought they were. Be. Well, three and zero. I, I mean, Garoppolo, he turns out to now we see why maybe a. You know they get rid of him. He throws interceptions, right? But of course, did you did, did you all did you notice like how those unnamed sources? He's the worst practice quarterback we ever seen. Well, he has quite the winning record in the NFL. No, I understand that. I understand that. But that team had five turnovers and still won the game. Yeah, that that is not usual. Well. You know, the you know, so sometimes, you know, it's like horses, you know, anyway. Well, it's a rebuilt Steelers defense, but unfortunately the offense took a big hit from losing three. You know, we knew at the beginning right. of the season the two, but now the three, all the Bs are gone. They got right. crop dusted, so they're out. Um, so and yeah. now is Schuster a number one? Or was he better as a support? Uh, I think he's, I think he's, I, he can absolutely be a number one, but... 
He's got to work on that. And then, of course, the Monday night debacle, 31-15. to 15. The Bears knocked down the Redskins. Uh, the Redskins couldn't block anything. No, they couldn't. And, and Khalil Mack is a, is a wrecking machine. He really is. I felt bad for Case Keenum because Washington's line, I mean, they're missing Trent Williams like, whoa, but. It would take more than him. It would take more than him. Yeah. And, Are you right? And he had, to, he had to throw it up, right? You, you could see. They were just right. collapsing. All and Haskins that. is now, not. he did not practice as of today. Who? Today's Wednesday. Who, Keenum? Case Keenum. Well, I mean, the, I, well, there was if you don't practice by Wednesday or Thursday. You're probably not. You're not, probably not playing. And there's no way that Haskins was getting in that game, especially against the defense. Well, I'm talking like about that. what about this game coming up with the Giants? Yeah, it's well, going to be McCoy. Is he back? Uh, I don't know, but yeah, all this talk it doesn't about doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter. I mean, it's just it's just how quickly can you get? I mean, it's it's a race. At this point, it's who do you want? Do you want? If you're going to be one or two, you have to think. Are you going to get Justin uh, Herbert from uh, Oregon, or are you going to get Tua? And like really, but really, it's about Tua. Um, to the tank for Tua, but I mean, the Jets don't need a quarterback unless you know mononucleosis is going to really end his career. No, but they'll mess it up and they'll win enough games that that won't happen. Who the Jets? Yeah, yeah, they have to. Yeah, they face the Dolphins twice. I like my they, chances. They, they could do that if they tried. Right. Exactly. It's true. And, of course, you know, not only did the Jets lose, but all the, also the Dolphins against – to another 3-0 and team, or now 3-0 and team, the uh, Dallas Cowboys, quite the resurgence on them. And that um, defense seems real, doesn't it? It absolutely is, I would have to say. Uh, which brings us to this week, week four in the NFL. What are your best bets for this week? Well, I was looking at – I'll tell you, I do like the Jags. I'm going to write that um, – Garner Minshew. What's his name? Minshew? Garn, Gardner Minshew the th- the second. I'm sorry, he's the second. Gardner yeah, Minshew. Yeah, right that wave. He, he looked for real. So they are getting three in Denver. In Denver, yeah. I don't know what's, what's Flacco, you know, is he... Well, not only that, but it's at the end of the line for him. Oh, I think that's been I think that's been obvious, but the problem is it's not just the offense, it's the defense. No sacks, no turnovers, nothing. Well, you're right about the no sacks, no forced fumble, three straight games. Yeah, or what, what have you. So, right. Well, you know, they well, an interesting thing. They had an 11 minute um, advantage in a time of possession against the Packers. Right. I and mean, that's the formula to keep uh, uh, Rodgers off the field. Yeah, but it still didn't work. I mean, and they, lo- yeah, exactly. And they still lost 27 16. Yeah, I mean, you know. The, the so, what's, so what's up out there? I don't know. Elway, uh, how many quarterbacks has he gone through? I mean, there's only one Manning out there, right? That is true. I mean, that but that's what you need. Like, obviously, we know what this league is about. You need the superstar quarterback. You can't. You can't. Who was the last time? The last time you succeed, a team succeeded with a game manager. It was an all-time defense. Yeah. I mean, within the since the since the new millennium, like it's been the. 2000 Ravens, and they had like they had Tony Banks to start off with. Then they had Trent Dilfer, but I mean they had a brutal running game, and they had the best defense this side they of did. Did. the best side, the best defense this side of um, the '85 Bears. And then you had the uh, the O2 Tampa Bay Bucks, which Brad Johnson at quarterback he put up some numbers, but really it was all about that Tampa two defense. That's true. And aside yeah. from and aside from that, that's been it. Like you can't, you need the superstar quarterback. What is it? What's the stat? 
Like there's only every was it every Super Bowl since I think like 2002 has either had Brady, Roethlisberger, or Manning in the AFC. So that just goes to show you not only their longevity, their success, but also how important it is to have those. To be elite. To be elite. You need. Because if you don't, I mean, that's the whole reason these superstar coaches are waiting in the, waiting, oh, who's my, who's my quarterback going to be? So that's why Rodgers will always have a shot. Of course, Rodgers will always have a shot. And Rodgers, you know, Rodgers has, has plenty of time for that. He's still He's young slippery. enough. He's slippery. He slides around out there. He does. So they're they're hosting. They are three and zero. They are hosting the Eagles on the road Thursday night. I'm liking the Eagles outright. So plus four. At least, yeah. And and to win it's and to go into Green Bay. Look, they've been playing close games. Um, well, they've been looking horrible. The Eagles actually. Right, but the games have they been... they can't cover anybody? I mean, what's going on? I know, but right, but, but at the same time, they lost the Falcon game close. That was... that was. Yeah, but the, where's the defense? I mean... They've the de- been flat. Uh, look, I understand, but they won week one. They lost to the Falcons under a touchdown, and then they lost to the Lions under a touchdown. If, it, if Nelson Aguilar... I've, yeah, I understand it's hypothetical, but if Aguilar holds on to the ball, you know, we're talking a 2-1 and one Eagle team. But I'm trying to think. Can you picture the Packers four and zero? Yeah, maybe. Right. I can. Can you it, picture the Eagles one and three? Yeah, yeah, I can. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, realistically, they should be two and two. Well, but this time last year, wasn't the? Uh, I'm sorry, wasn't weren't the uh, Patriots one and two? So oh, just forget. like the Eagles. Oh, I forget. Look, I'm not counting the Eagles out. Not even in the division. Even with the Cowboys going being three and zero, but I just I think the Eagles. But you know, I'm thinking of like the Eagles when they went to the Rams and they were getting like twelve and a half points and they won that game outright. Yeah, that was like the. They seem to play as a, as an underdog, right? They relish that ball. Yeah, no, they they absolutely do. They they have skill. They have talent. They have ability. I'm just saying for this week, if if I'm me. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Green Bay goes four and zero. It going into Green Bay on a Thursday night. Now remember, well, it's all legendary stuff. It's on a short week. But not only that, but the stats say if you're a home team on a Thursday night, like you're you're in the upper echelon, you're eighty percent chance of winning outright. Right, right, right. So why why buck the trend? Because so, uh, it's a three point game, and you're getting four points. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Look, hey, I'm not saying that's a bad bet on your behalf. Yeah. Well, I think before the season started, you would say the Eagles, well, they'll probably win that game against the Lions at home, and then they'll lose at the Packers. Yeah. I don't think it's going to turn out the opposite. Nah, hey, that, that, it could very anyway. likely happen. So you like Eagles plus four. You like uh, Jacksonville plus three. What else you got? I do. I, I actually like the Colts, too, but that's a full touchdown. Colts, yeah, I have six and a half at home. Against the Raiders, minus six and a half is the Colts. That's the Raiders' second road game in a row, I think. Right. And I think Brissett's getting uh, underestimated. No, Brissett absolutely is. The the Raiders so are sh- I like that. Yeah. Raiders are shuffling along. Yeah. No, I can buy that. Uh, and then if I had to reach out for a last pick, I would go with the Patriots. The Patriots. So this is the the battle of the undefeated in the NFC in the AFC East. I mean, you're right. I mean, this is it. They're you know, both 3-0. They're both 3-0. New England going to Buffalo, giving seven. So Buffalo's a home dog. Um, and now it is, when, when does, the, um, when does uh, the theory kick in? Week four? Or after week four? 
Well, what what what's what, what's what's the point spread? That's seven. Yeah. So what were you saying about a Bruner theory? Yeah. The, no. Right. right. Huh? But that's one. Yeah. Bruner theory has to be what two and under. So be be um, under three. Under the three. The whole team getting. Right. Yeah, pick them up to two and a half. But geez, that's a big home. I mean, there's there's two giant home dogs, and that's Buffalo plus seven, and then obviously look, it's the Dolphins, but they're plus sixteen. Even the Lions, they're plus six. I think they've lost five or six straight to the Patriots. Who the Bills? Of course. Yeah. Of course. No, absolutely, they have. I know. Yeah, but uh, you know that that's you're right. So that's um, that's a big spread. That could be a four point game. That's why I just reserved that at the end. No, that makes sense. All right. So you like Green Bay, you like New England, you like Jaguars with the points. Yeah, and the Colts. Yeah, on oh, the Colts too. Um, rough week in fantasy football in this house. Um, several losses to go around. I think I had one win. I, no, I'm sorry. I had two. I had two. Yeah. Uh, I faced my wife, and I, I won uh, in one of our leagues. Um, I even lost. Oh, and 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 then I tried to help her out with next week and worry about my own next week as well. This upcoming, <laughs> but you know the injury to, to Saquon Barkley. I mean that's going to open doors for a lot of people picking up Wayne Gallman. Um, so you say? Yeah. No. Yeah, how, do you, how do you think that's going to work out? You think the Jones will use his legs to help out? Absolutely, but it, it, you know, I mean, there's just not enough tape, so I don't think that the Redskins that you were mentioning, you know, New uh, Giants are giving three at home. I think Daniel Jones because there's still not enough tape. So Washington's, you know, coming off a uh, coming off a short week, so they're not they don't have time. They're going to worry about themselves and they're going to see what they can do. But I think Wayne Gallman's going to have a good week this week. For sure, um, and I like anybody on the Rams' offense against a Buccaneer team that got close. But I mean, they're they're spooked for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see for sure. Uh, so moving over to baseball, um, very sadly, yeah. Bill. Uh, well, I mean, not for, well, partially for the Mets' own problems, but you know they were down. Their elimination number was one. Last night, this being recorded on Wednesday, so Tuesday night after they had lost to the Marlins on Monday. My gosh, the Marlins just came in and they... What? The lowly Marlins. The lowly Marlins. I mean, two, a grand slam and uh, another home run by Alfaro, that, the catcher, that sunk them. I was know. two in a game, same game, right? Yeah, on, on Monday. So, but the Mets um, were on the brink of elimination last night, and then they came through with a uh, a two run homer by Conforto in the bottom of the ninth to tie it, and then a walk off walk by Brandon Nimmo to stave off elimination one more day. And right now, the Mets currently with uh, Degrom on the hill are beating right. beating the Marlins ten to nothing, and Degrom is still going strong. So if he if he has a strong outing here, he's safe. You think he should win the Cy Young? Oh, he I not only should he, uh, it's criminal. He has he, all the stats, no? Well, he's first in National League uh, strikeouts, I believe. He right. no, uh, I forget the actual stats, but he's second in ERA. He's second in, I think, K's per nine inning. He's 
I mean, there's no doubt that he should win. Uh, the other thing is Scherzer has fallen off big time, which has right. made it very, very difficult for him. So uh, DeGrom is second in ERA. Um, DeGrom is also – hold on, let me see. He's – where's the strikeouts? He's – what is it? First? Yeah, he's tied – he's first in strikeouts. He's first in whip uh, – no, I'm, uh, second in whip. Uh, walks plus but, hits per inning. Um, yeah, he absolutely should. I mean, he at least made it to 10 wins this year. Okay. Now, what about Justin Verlander winning 20 games? That's a big deal in modern baseball, isn't it? It absolutely is. He's the last. He's the last of of those kind of guys. He's isn't a, that great? It is. No, I love it. And he's one to absolutely watch again. You know, he had a, a great season this sure. year, well, not just him, but the whole the whole Houston. I mean, Houston's got three. Garrett Cole has nineteen wins, and he has three hundred and sixteen strikeouts. It's about so, them and the Yankees. It's absolutely about them and the Yankees. Um, but it, like I said, we talked about last time with the Twins. I'm really curious to see exactly how this will happen. How will this work out? Um, right. You know, right? Now, yeah. No, I was going to say because now, right now, Cleveland is a half game out of the wild card race. So there could potentially be a three-way tie. You always hear about those coin flips. Oh, that, that would be good. That would be abs- That would be fantastic. So sure. it's going to be really interesting to see. And again, uh, Houston is one game up over the Yankees in the win column, uh, both at a hundred and Houston at one hundred three. Yeah. Now look at that. I was there's like four teams that won a hundred games, and there's four teams that lost a hundred games. Uh, I have three. It, it's is that what they call parity? Well, sort what, of. What do you mean three? Well, right now it's three. The Dodgers, Dodgers just won 100 Right, games. Dodgers have 101, Houston has 103, Yankees have 102, Minnesota has 98. I mean, it's very likely they'll have 100 wins. So, But 100 losses, I mean, three are in... It's interesting, two of the three in the American League are in the NL Central, and then the other one is the Baltimore Orioles. Um, and then, of course, over in the National League... You have the Marlins at 102 with their losses. Um, well, it's it's the American League. It's the haves and the haves nots. Like there's a big demarcation line. I mean, right. don't forget Boston got eliminated. Is like, that why they call them the Junior Circuit? Got pretty much. But Boston got eliminated at least a month ago. It seems at this point, or at least two two weeks ago. How the mighty have fallen. Right, but even so, like like they're eighty two and seventy five. Like the, they were, they were eleven and a half out. Cleveland is only but, a half. But, but doesn't Boston have the highest payroll? <sighs> they do, but hey, they won the World Series last year, so you know that doesn't matter to them because they fired most of the front office. But I mean, they're eleven and a half. <laughs> they're eleven games behind Cleveland, and Cleveland's a half game out of the wild card race. Meanwhile, in the National League, you have team four four teams within ten games. And you've had two teams that are going up to today, because right now Milwaukee's winning 9-2, to two, so they are going to clinch their playoff spot right now. And like that's going to be it, but it, it, it lasted until four games left in the season, and both the Cubs... That's good. And that's both good the, for the game. Both the I mean, Cubs, and, and, and I hope Cleveland does it. I mean, it would be nice to see... It would be interesting, because I want that... You, know, you always want that drama, so you have the, the three-way tie. That'd be fun. But sure. look... The Mets miraculously have a winning record. They're 82 and 75. They're likely to finish off with maybe 84. 
I think 84 well, is a fair that's assessment. That's going to be right about what was expected of them. I think they were 83, if I remember correctly, the over-unders at the beginning of the season. Something like that. But then you look at the Cubs. The Cubs fell mightily, and it looks like Joe Madden might actually be out of a job, which is hard to believe. You know, it's well, he'll, he'll, he'll land somewhere. Well, hopefully he'll land with the Mets. Because, yeah. I mean, but but in the end, when you look at what – it's going to be interesting to see what the fi- – because I want to look at um, after the last day of the season, how many games were the Mets out? Right now they're five games out of the final wild card spot. They've blown 27 saves this season. Edwin Diaz has blown six, at least six of them. I think there's some kind of record about – you know, his, you know, failings this year. Yes, his personal failings have been record-setting in terms of how many ninth inning, ninth yeah, inning blown I mean. saves. Yeah, yeah, because you get those blown saves. It's sa- the worst ever in the history of the game. Right, because you get, like, some of those relievers, get they get a blown save in the seventh inning or something, or the sure, eighth sure, inning. But, sure. but Edwin sure. Diaz blowing games at the end. Ninth inning. That's record setting. I mean, the record for most blown saves by one team has been was thirty three by like uh, the Rockies x amount of years ago. That's but still, crazy. twenty. I mean, twenty seven is not an okay thing. Like nobody, the only team that has a the the good bullpen or a good bullpen is the Devil is the Rays. Like that's it. Everybody else, yeah. it's they're cobbling. I mean, look at Craig Kimbrell. Like he fell apart because yeah. he you know because he wanted so much money and he wouldn't take a slow deal. You know. Well, you- yeah, and as it is, like the Yankees bullpen for for all their murderous throw stuff, that it's it's been unheralded, but it's been pretty quiet. I mean, they probably have a. It's hard to believe, but as big of names that you hear in the Yankees bullpen, the Astros have a pretty much equal bullpen. The only difference is the 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 Astros starters are far and away a better a better staff than the Yankees are, which is probably going to be the difference maker. Well, that should be the the. Um the final matchup, yeah. I, I think so. Before and then, the World Series. And then it's really, who's going to knock off the Dodgers, you know? Um, and I don't... How about that story about Paul Goldsmith, uh, Schmidt from the uh, uh, Diamondbacks? Uh, yeah, so and he... And he's with the Cardinals now? Yeah, they traded him to the uh, Diamondbacks. first training. game back at Diamondbacks. Yeah. And they give him he a... what? He hits a home run and eliminates him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was a that was a story. That, that's crazy. It is, but you know, look, there's, I mean, he was an RBI king. He's been like, yeah, statistically, he's been great. But even the Cardinals' resurgence has been incredible because they were pretty much, they were just milling around, and it was just the Cubs. I'm thinking of my lifetime. Can you ever count them out? No, you can't. They never go away. But look, and they look, always find talent. Look at the yes, they do. Like they're they're the the Steelers of baseball, but look at the Brewers. They got they actually somehow got better after Yelich went down. They're nine and one the last time. They're on a five game winning streak. I know. How's that possible? Well, the pro the the big thing is is that their run differential has come down. They were at minus. They were in negative territory, which yeah. they would have because it's very rare for a team with negative run differential to make the playoffs. Right now, they're at zero. As of this, uh, they haven't taken account to this game, so they're probably going to be nine, no se- seven. They're going to be have a run differential of seven, but their offense has come on. Their pitching has has stopped, has slowed 
Uh, oh, yeah. So what do you think they do? They just sense the urgency because Yelich was out? Yeah, probably. You rally around. You, you get hot late. Right. And really, yeah. that's all right. that matters. And don't forget, the Nationals have never won a playoff series. I repeat, the Nationals have never won a playoff series. And I well, they're an improved team. They're an improved team after they after Harper left. But, I mean, it's the same thing that happened to the Mariners when they got rid of Griffey. <laughs> How about the Giants? They, 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 they don't start Manning and, or, or have Barkley and they win. Yeah. They don't have that. They'll become better without these people. Right. And plus some big-name managers are also stepping down. Ned Yost of the Kansas City Royals, the winningest head uh, manager in Royals history. Was he a former Met uh, bullpen uh, coach? Oh, no, I don't think so. He was with the Braves forever. And he was with the Brewers, too. I think he was. What's his first name? Ned, N-E-D, Ned Yost. And then, of course. um, uh, I might be thinking of Ed Yost. Oh, yeah, I think you are. Uh, and Bruce Bochy stepping down uh, from the Giants as well. It'll be interesting. Look, if I'm the Mets, and as a Met fan, uh, the, I do not want any one penny spent anywhere else except on the bullpen. I mean, the bullpen's got to improve. Frazier comes off the books. Cespedes might come back, should come back. And it's his, it's his contract year, and if we know anything about Cespedes, he plays up for the contract. Really? Oh, yes, absolutely, really. Absolutely, he does. He's Antonio Brown light. Well, yeah, to an extent, but uh, uh, more so in the uh, hijinks and not the illegalness. Um, speaking of which, the Yankees' uh, rotation also took a hit when uh, Domingo Hermain uh, is ruled ineligible for the postseason because of his current uh, domestic violence investigation. Um, so that that's not going to help the Yankees. If I were if I were to say right now, I'd say Astros in six. I don't think. I mean, last year it went seven, crucial like excruciating games. I don't think it's going to be equal to that. It's going to be must watch. Oh, absolutely, it will be. Um, also breaking, Melvin Gordon ends his holdout, and he's going to be reporting back to the Chargers on Thursday. Um, I think he realized they were doing fine without him. Uh, yeah, to an extent, you know, Austin. Uh, What's his replacement name? He did a good Austin job. Austin Eckler. Right. Austin Eckler has had quite the quite the season so far, um, and he's even last year when Gordon. See, the thing with Gordon is he gets too injured. He's very frequently you hear like every week. Oh, he's on the he's on the, you know. No, no you're right. You're right. So it just it never seems to really work out. Uh, with him as and then well. the Chargers always just seem to have the crucial game on the road instead of home, and it's just not. And what 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 is their home now? I mean, it's temporary, right? It's the Home Depot Center. It's where the LA Galaxy play. <laughs> like <clears throat> in a parking lot somewhere. Well, well, it's just until you know the the palatial mansion. I, I, I saw that. That's going to be something, right? Baseball and football. No, no, just just football. No, actually, I mean the, the last the final game. That is played at uh, for the Raiders at home. That's going to be the last time you ever see that that a dirt infield. You're never going to see that again. And how many? I mean, forever you saw that the right. dirt infield underneath the the football. You know, underneath the lines of the gridiron. Right. It's kind of like when Shea went away. There's no completely enclosed stadium. Or uh, no open stadium. Yeah, they're all enclosed. I mean, open. Now. I'm sorry. They're all enclosed. Yeah, There's the Chavez Ravine, I think, for the Dodgers back in the day was like that. Right. No, it still is. I mean, they've got the bleachers, but you still, you know, you can see, like, 
the but hills. But it was all the way around. Uh, almost, yeah. They, it was supposed to be all the way around. It was supposed to be a full cookie cutter, but they just, you know, surprise, surprise, they ran out of so money. So being it open in the outfield made a great fireworks. Oh, gosh. Then because you could, you know, then you'd add the park like two miles away and walk, but you, they just closed down the parking <laughs> lot and did the actual fireworks there. Well, those were the best fireworks. We know that. Uh, moving over to college football, gosh, man, I feel so bad for um, Central Florida. They finally took a loss, 27 straight uh, games in Now a row. they can legitimately drop them in the polls. And they did. Oh, man, did they. Plummet. They really did. Them and Michigan, again, a loser. Can, who's Michigan going to be? Rutgers this week? <laughs> gosh, yeah. Heck, yeah. That's, that's their bunch of bag. That's, that's your only soft game they have, right? Pretty much. Like you can't even count something like an Iowa State as a as a soft anymore. Yeah, no, you can't. You think Michigan will beat Penn State? They could. I could see that, but nah, I still don't buy it. it he'll he'll stay no matter what, Harpo. Uh, pretty much, pretty much he'll stay. Yeah, UCF drops all the way from fifteen to twenty-two. Big, big hit on there. USC, uh, Utah, I should now, say. Now, they're they not going to be able to do much to rise from there. Who, UCF? No. Yeah. Um, although, I did like that Boise State and UCF decided to take it upon themselves. They're going to be start doing some home-and-home home series against each other to really just, like, you know, just commiserate and, and really put on, let's see, just, like, let's have fun with this. Um, and so they're going to play each other, which I'm, I'm very excited about in the future. I think 2021, 2023, something like that, but still okay. it's a noteworthy matchup. Notre Dame, even with their loss to Georgia, 23 to 17 still showed something. They only dropped down to 10, which is, uh, yeah, but they can't beat those like top, top five schools. No, but don't forget. They say early losses don't count as much as a late loss. So true. true. And, and they're only 10th. Look, Florida, ahead of them is are the Gators, the Badgers, uh, Auburn, Oklahoma, Ohio State, at least in the top five. You know Auburn's going to lose at some point. Wisconsin, while they're, you know, I don't, I, they can't go unbeaten. Florida is definitely going to lose at some point during, down the line. Right. So long as Notre Dame holds up and they're under the bargain, and you know Oklahoma's going to get upset somewhere. So as long as Notre Dame holds up there under the bargain and move up, you know, LSU, yeah. I'm sure, is going to lose to Alabama or Georgia, so that'll drop them down, too. Hey, Georgia. You just need to slide in somewhere. I get it. So it's not out of the realm of possibilities. So that's all I'm saying. Perfect. All right, Dad. Well, thanks very much for joining me this week. Okay, it's always fun. All right, and we'll see you next week. And, Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.